BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Sif Heider, the founder of Array. I'm a wellness entrepreneur and digital creator, and this is my show, The Dream Bigger Podcast. Listen, I love dreaming big, but you know what I love more? Actually having the resources to make those big dreams happen. And hey, dreams can sometimes be private jets, but other times they can look a little something like having the best skin of your damn life or starting a successful business or delving into spirituality. So on this podcast, I chat with experts and thought leaders from different fields about their tips and tricks on doing exactly that. So let's get right into it. Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Dream Bigger podcast. Today's show is so special because, well, there's just so much I have to tell you guys, and there's just so much in here in this specific interview. So today's guest is, of course, Lauren Bostic, who is the founder of The Skinny Confidential. She is a brand founder. She is an influencer. She's an OG podcaster. You've probably heard her show, the him and her show that she does with her husband, Michael Bostic. My goal, however, for this interview was to bring you a side of Lauren that maybe you haven't seen before, because the thing is, she has been, you know, putting out content for years and that's what she's known for. She's absolutely iconic. And her own podcast is jam packed with so many like good tips. And, you know, you you just learn so much about her from her own podcast. So when it came to this interview, I really wanted to be mindful of asking questions that maybe she's not been asked before or shared before. So I think I did achieve that from this conversation. And I think you guys are going to learn a lot about her and specific things that I personally have never seen or heard her talk about before. What makes this conversation so much more special is the fact that we are releasing a product tomorrow in collaboration with The Skinny Confidential. So you guys are going to hear all about it on today's episode, but we met Lauren and Michael back in 2021. Our company was just starting out and taking off and they ended up investing in the company. Lauren has been a supporter of the brand from like month two or three of the business. So she's been part of the brand story for a really long time. And I knew that I wanted to do a product with her pretty much as soon as I met her because I felt like our brands were so aligned. She was just the ideal array girl. And so the product that comes out tomorrow is 
it's incredible. I have been using it every single day since it, since we caught the samples and it is just going to supercharge your morning routine. I cannot, cannot wait for you guys to see what this is. It's a tincture. I think you guys probably know by now, if you do follow us on social, what it is, because we've hinted to it, alluded to it, and it's just going to be incredible. It's going to spice up your water. It's going to supercharge your digestion. It is everything you need to kickstart your morning routine. And what's really cool, and I don't think, you know, we've never done anything of the sort, is we are taking over the butcher's daughter on Melrose in West Hollywood, California, obviously, for two days, which is tomorrow and the 28th. And we are going to be there on the 27th, which is tomorrow, for high tea. And that's that's like the whole launch plan, essentially. So we're taking the butcher's daughter over for two days. We're doing a special high tea. I'm talking special menu. It's beautiful. So super Instagrammable. Like every part of the whole experience has been customized. There's special drinks on the menu. I can go on and on. And the best part is that Nish and I will be there along with Lauren on the 27th, which is tomorrow. The tables are booking up so quickly. You, If you, if you do want to get like a last minute table, I think that there's a couple left still, but I think it's going to be an incredible event. And I'm so excited to meet any of you who do come. All right. So before we dive into today's episode, I am going to quickly bring you this week's review, which comes to us from kp.soma. And they say, SIF shares so much insight into increasing productivity, prioritizing yourself, business advice, and more with each episode. If you're looking for new ways to level up, her solo episodes are the perfect place to start. Her guest episodes are also extremely valuable as she brings on such impressive thought leaders. SIF navigates each conversation to not only be intellectually stimulating, but also offers actionable advice. Through each episode, SIF leaves you inspired to take steps towards your big dreams. Oh my God, this review is so nice. I like tearing up. This is so, so sweet. Thank you so much for leaving this review. And you guys, you know, if you do feel like this show brings you value, please take a second to rate and review the show. All you have to do is open the Apple podcast app, scroll down to the part where it says rate and review the show. If you feel like I've deserved it, please leave me a five-star rating. And in the review section, tell me anything you want me to know. You know, I really take your feedback so seriously. I action it to make sure I'm showing up as the best host possible, delivering the best content possible. So anything you tell me is so valuable. All right. With that, let's welcome Lauren to the Dream Bigger podcast. I want to start with talking about the fact that you went from content creator to a brand founder. And I think that there's they're distinctly different, but I still feel like it. there's like so much transferable stuff. So what do you think as a creator, like things that you've learned are things that like gave you an edge as a brand founder? That's such a good question. Thanks, Lauren. <laughs> Content creation now is 5% of my life. <laughs> I mean, it's truly 5% mm-hmm. of my life. So you are right. I went to someone who was creating content probably 80% of the time to someone who's doing it 5% of the time. I think it's very important when you have a business to obviously do content creation, but I also just enjoy it. So it still is a part of my life. The transition was slow. And I think that it is important as a business owner to understand content creation because you become a practitioner of it. So now when I look, let's say I hire an influencer 
Now, when I look at that content, I can look at it through a different lens. I'm not looking at it necessarily for ROI. I think sometimes when I've worked with certain brands, like they'll constantly be focused on ROI. And I don't, for me, that's not the end goal as a brand founder. Sometimes it's for education. Yeah. Sometimes it's for pretty beautiful content that you just want to display. Sometimes it's for a website. I think there's different reasons to create content and to just be greedy with it and want ROI every single time is not a strong strategy. I also look at content creators as a brand founder through different lenses. Sometimes I just want a beautiful shelfy pic. So I'll go to a certain influencer to get that. Sometimes I want someone talking to the camera and interacting on a TikTok. That's a certain content creator. I think what has happened is that a lot of these brands have gotten greedy with the ROI. And I think as a content creator, I've been able to separate the buckets better. And I also think that if I do want to translate and I do want ROI, I can spot the content that works for that. I completely agree with you. And I think that like I've seen it with the skinny confidential like brand content, right? Where I know like when I see like a certain piece of content, I'm like, I know the purpose behind this. I know the intentionality behind this. And also I think that when you're a creator and you come from that background, you know what you're going to who for and you're not trying to make them something else. Yes. And it's a huge mistake. Huge. Any brand that gives me a script, I'm like, no. It's so funny too, because you have been a podcast advertiser as Mm -hmm. a Ray for a long time. And literally your script says... It truly says this. The content creator should talk to what's natural, to Lauren's experience. Yes. And guess what? We keep working together because it's a marriage and it's fun and it's interactive. And you let me share my story and my experience and you don't push on to this experience that maybe isn't even my own. You've written a script for. Also, like the fact that there is brands that constantly want you to turn something in so they can give edits. Is what is this homework? Wild to me. First of all, you're coming to a content creator that knows their audience better than anyone. And, you know, like for me, I've been working with my audience for 13 years. I know my audience. And you're then micromanaging my experience with the audience and how I speak to them. It's just not smart business. No. So the, I think that your question is so great because to be a content creator has helped me to be a better brand founder because I understand the layout. Yes. And I think that it would benefit every single brand to have someone who has been a content creator or is a content creator. Someone who is on the pulse and gets the space because it evolves daily. It evolves all the time. And I think that sometimes I look at brands and I'm like, what are you doing? You're doing something that was like a thing four years ago or like two years ago. Hey guys, I just wanted to hop on here to tell you all about my favorite CBD. It's just like, let me seamlessly show the product in my routine and how I use it and how it's natural to me. Because the way I use it is different than the way Rebecca uses it, is different than the way Sif uses it. It's different. And I will tell you, I have told influencers with my ice roller, roll it on your fucking vagina. If that's how you use it after you get waxed, you roll it on your vagina. That's a a hot tip right there. It's great. Oh, it's amazing. If you get a bikini wax, like you can use it. Roll it on your bee sting. I'm not going to sit here and be like, make sure you're rolling upward with the logo in place. Like use it to how you find it to be authentic. And I'll give you an example with Array. 
maybe I want to take a ray and I want to break it in half and put it in a smoothie. You can. Right. That's the thing. Maybe I want to use our drops. Like you just have to, you have to let the influencer speak organically to the way that they integrate it into their day. Or it's going to be a one-off, and I call it a one-night stand, as opposed to a marriage. Yeah, and I think that when it comes to things like partnerships, you want a marriage. You want a marriage. Like that's just look at ours. This is literally this is a marriage. We we I started as an organic, loving the brand. We had you guys on the podcast. We invested because I loved it so much. I took it all the time. I'm obsessed with bloat. I talked about it. I loved it. I talked about it organically. I talked about it on ads on the podcast. It's been so many different facets that have got us here to this co-brand. And it's so funny because if you pull clip from when I was talking about how I would enter the space five years ago, I said that I would do like an Instagram that was super niche, like at that Target girl. Mm -hmm. And the evolution would be to eventually get product in Target. But the evolution takes a long time and it is a marriage. It's not a one night stand. And listen, if you want to do a one night stand as a brand, go for it. We've, I've done it. I'm sure you guys have done it too. But it's going to lack depth. So here's my thing, right? Like, and I think because I come from a creator background as well, like I, I have the same lens as you do, right? Where like, if I'm going to put money into something, right? Like, and it's a partnership, it has to be meaningful, it has to be meaningful and it has to have longevity. Like we don't just partner with anybody. And my goal is like for us, like this was like, this is the most elite level of partnership. Okay. Like literally like so 360, like it's been like a two year long relationship more than that. Right. Like, what was it? 2021? No, that's two and a half years almost. Yeah. I also think there's synergy within the brands. Like my whole thing is I have these tools to snatch the face and depuff and like, to me, like it really makes sense to be able to add this new product to my water every morning. Yeah. I'm already drinking water. Like let's let's juice it up. And I just feel like it's organic to like my own evolution. Like this is something that I would buy. I think that's another thing is like, I and we said this on our podcast, if you're not buying your own product, what are you doing? Yeah, no, it's I'm it's buying true. my own product all the time. I'm stealing the product out of the office. I'm using the product. If I'm not using the product, goodbye. I don't. Oh, it's it's not. It, then like you shouldn't be the founder of that product. Right. You know what I mean? Like you like, shouldn't well, have created it. No. With dough, when we did our cookie dough, I'm eating that cookie dough all the time. I'm giving it to my kids. Like it's got to be something that I literally will go on and buy. And I kind of am at this place in my life where I don't really want to do anything, whether it's an ad or a partnership or a co-brand that's not something that it's it's got to be like a fuck yes yeah I think that that's what it has to be when it comes like when you reach a certain level in your career and honestly I think for influencers it's like beyond that like I think people are so smart that like you can't fool them anymore you know what I mean like it like you can't be promoting shit that you don't use. You can't promote shit that you're like not obsessed with. There's no longevity in that. I feel like people lose their careers and credibility over promoting shit for like a quick buck, you know? Also, what's happening is people are saying, you're getting paid for everything you're fucking posting. So we're going to go to the everyday person, which I think is f- brilliant. Like yeah. everyone is an influencer now, which I think is so cool because you can search a hashtag on TikTok and get a real review of a product from a real person that's not an ad. And I think that brands really need to pay attention to that. You have to court 
the customer. Yes. You have to court the consumer. It is not just the influencers anymore to court. It is not just the celebrities anymore to court. People are not believing that celebrities drink this certain water or use this certain beauty product anymore. Well, you know what's interesting is we've had all like so many people post about us, right? Like paid, unpaid, whatever. And I'm t- let's talk unpaid, right? Like we've had customers post our product. We've had micro influencers. We've had influencers. We've had celebrities. Okay. What's funny is that a celebrity isn't even the culprit for like really moving the needle for us. Like we've had celebrities post about I us. don't think it's funny at all. It's I, I think, I mean, I think it's funny. I think it's funny what you're saying, but I'm not surprised at all. Right. And so I feel like when brands neglect everyday consumers, like sometimes, okay, it was crazy. One time we saw all of these sales on Shopify. We're like, what the hell is going on? Like, wh- wh- like what's happening? It was an influencer with 20,000 followers who had posted about us. And her whole fucking town, her whole town was buying the product. That's where people need to be looking. Like it stop. W- no, stop. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's really changed. The game has changed. And as a brand founder, you have to evolve to the game. Yes. Yes. I could not agree more. I am in my healthy hair era. And let me tell you, the Amika mask, the hair mask, and the shampoo and conditioner, it's called the cure, has completely transformed my hair. Okay. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to get the Amika Soul Food hair mask. You're going to damp your hair the day before you're going to wash your hair. You are going to slather this thing all over your strands, like really get in there. I'm so generous with how much I put. Then you're going to just sleep with your hair loosely tied. Okay, we don't want anything tight because it'll damage your hair. Then you're going to wake up the next day and you're going to take your everything shower. In the shower, you're going to wash off that mask and you're going to use the Cure shampoo and conditioner from Amika. I promise you, your hair is never going to look softer or smoother or silkier. Like the number of times I get compliments when I use this combo is insane. So let's get clinical. Amika's clinically proven shampoo and conditioner duos leave your hair looking and feeling like you just left the salon. Their science-backed formulas are powered by nourishing, naturally-derived ingredients with no nasties that deliver visible, woe-worthy results for every hair type. So here's what I really love about Amika. First, I mean, I love a brand with a good story. Amika actually means friend. How cute is that? And they are a fearless Brooklyn-born salon-raised hair care brand. I actually found Amika back in 2017. I was actually just looking at my stories because I tagged them. And the first time I tagged them was 2017. So that's how long I've been a fan of the brand. They use sea buckthorn powered products that nourish our skin, scalp and strands. And I've already said it, but this is a complete game changer for your hair. I get I get compliments every time I post my hair styled on stories. It's it's just insane. So Amika has an offer for you guys. What you're going to do is you can shop all of my personal favorites at loveamika.com slash dream bigger and you get 20% off your order. Okay, so the 20% off discount automatically applies at checkout if you use my link and cannot be combined with other offers. Um, it expires on the 1st of November 2023. So you are going to want to get on it. Like, honestly, get everything that I listed. But if you can only get two products, I'm going to say get the soul food hair mask 
and get the um the cure shampoo like those would be my top ride or die i i just can't live without them enjoy as a professional welder shana ford uses forge fx to practice over and over which helps her improve her skills the more muscle memory that you have the smoother your weld is learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, I'm Caroline Stanbury, star of The Real Housewives of Dubai, entrepreneur, wife, and mother of three, once divorced and now remarried to a much younger man, uncut and uncensored with Caroline Stanbury follows me as I live my life unapologetically and shows you that there is life after 40. I discuss everything from relationships, health, wellness, business, parenting, friendships. I'm here to let you know that not only is there a life after divorce, but you have the power to make it your best one yet, just like I did. Listen to all new episodes every Wednesday, anywhere you get your podcasts. Okay, so since we're talking about like long-term relationships, your career path has really evolved because you started out as a creator and then, you know, transitioned to a podcaster, to a brand founder. And amidst all of that, you also invest in brands. And something that Nish and I get asked often is like, oh, like, how do you get influential, like smart people to invest in your brand? And I'm actually going to turn that question around to you. So what is it that you look for when you are investing in brands? The first thing I look for is the founder has to understand this. Lauren as an investor is different than Lauren as an influencer. Do not ask me for money as an investor and then expect me to go put in all this work as an influencer. Now, if I invest in a brand, I'm obviously going to post about it. Like I'm going to do everything that I can do to promote the brand organically and authentically when I want to seamlessly. But if you're looking at me to invest because you want to get free content, those are different things. And also it's so interesting to me, why would I want to give money as an investment and then go do a bunch of work that's your to-do list. So that's got to be number one. And that requires someone who really understands the landscape and the work that goes into content creation. So that's number one. If the person doesn't understand that step, we can't get past anywhere. And like I said, if I'm investing, I'm already going to talk. I mean, we're doing a co-brand. Like I'm I'm going, to, It's, but it's not going to be overnight. There's been a minute where like I'll invest, I invested in something a long time ago. And then the person was like, okay, can you post this? Can you post this launch? It's like, whoa. It's so icky. It's out of control. It's out of control. Number two, the person or people need to be executors, which checked that box for me and Michael with you and Nish. It's like, you have to be able to execute. And I also think who's running the business, right? So you can have this this visionary and you can have this person who's so good at branding and who's so creative, but who is running the day-to-day business? That's mm-hmm. a really important question for me to ask. 
And I also think it's, do you understand community? Do you understand the landscape of social media? And we talked about this on our podcast too. Can you get your point across quickly and efficiently and no long in the tooth? No long in the tooth. If you're long in the tooth (laughs) with what you're, if it takes you 45 minutes for you to explain your brand, that's a problem because Elon Musk can explain his brand, which is (laughs) huge. I guarantee you in a minute. Yes. I take people to the moon, whatever he does with Tesla. It's 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 wrapped in a bow. You got to be able to communicate your mission and your brand effectively and quickly. Also, I think that, and you tell me if I'm wrong, okay? But now, you know, we get pitched brands as well all the time. And I feel like there's also something about energy, right? Where like, I want like, I believe in someone if they believe in themselves, you know, like no weird, desperate vibes. Like, I think that when you go to an investor, I think like holding your head up high and like having an approach that like, you know, I know you'll be helpful to us, but we're also a good bet that you're going to take. You know what I mean? Like you want that to be like, you want to have still like pride and like dignity when you go in. Why would anyone want to invest in anyone who doesn't believe in what they're doing? And with desperate energy, like I could go on and on about this one, but desperate energy, if you're being desperate to have someone on board, to me, it shows that you don't have the confidence in what you're doing. So I think confidence is really important when you're pitching an investor. And to me, that lies in are you, is, is your brand actually what you say it is? Is your product what you say it is? Is your packaging amazing? Are you so obsessed with what you're selling that you're actually using it yourself? I think that absolutely comes around the energy of the pitch. You can feel it through a screen. Yeah, yeah. And I remember when we were fundraising, it was, it's like, you want to make sure, you want to make sure that you're going in there knowing that you have worth and that your business can stand on its own two feet. You know what I mean? 100%. And I think having confidence like in what you're doing in every single area in life is attractive. Like, I want to be so confident with what I'm doing that I feel like I could independently stand on my own two feet. And that includes my marriage. Like, I feel that I am an independent person. And yes, my husband is enhances my life, but he doesn't make it. I couldn't agree more. And I think that this is actually something that's really important. Right. And I think that that's what's like for me led to longevity in my relationship. And I'm pretty sure you can probably testify the same thing that like, yes, our partners are a good addition to our lives. Absolutely. Like our lives are so much better with them, but my life is great without Nish. Like I have a whole last life without him, you know, and I would, I thrive on my own as well. Like I don't need him all the time. Like he's not this thing that brings me confidence. Like I'm confident on my own and like that shows. I think it starts with your relationship to yourself. And I've explored this as I've gotten older. It's like you have to have a really strong foundation with the relationship with yourself. And that looks like something different to everybody. But I think that, I mean, Ed Milet says this all the time, but it's so true. It's like keeping the promises to yourself that you say you're going to do. If you're telling yourself you're going to work out every single morning at six o'clock and you miss it 80% of the time, how the fuck are you supposed to feel confident in what you're doing? It's like those little, like those little things add up. I have to ask, can you get granular on how someone can start 
keeping promises to themselves because this was actually a question that I got a few weeks ago and I completely agree with you Lauren where I'm like the promises that I make to myself are the most important ones and who I am is a reflection of every promise that I've kept to myself like I'm not someone who's going to set these goals and then like never hit them like that's then like what am I I'm not true to my word so talk to me about someone who's like maybe just getting started on this relationship with themselves what do you recommend I've never talked about this but this is like my inner conversation with myself I don't feel like I have nicked the potential of what I am here to do. I don't feel like I've nicked it. And I would rather die. And this is like literally inner conversation. I would rather die than not try to work towards the potential that I know that I can, that I can attract and I can manifest and visualize. I'd rather die than not achieve whatever that is. And I don't know if that's good advice. I mean, I'm just being really honest. It's like, it's a feeling inside me that I cannot not, I cannot not finish what I'm put here to do. It, I would truly, I'd rather die. Like I, I, yeah. I, I have to like, every day I have to like work towards what I believe that potential to be. And I think that that has a lot to do with really spending a lot of time visualizing the future. And I I don't know if manifest is the right word. It's almost a little bit maybe too woo-woo for me. Like I feel like you have to visualize and also execute. It's kind of like a recipe. Well, you have systems, right? Yeah, it's not just like a vision, right? Yes. Like I, I feel like you have to have systems yes. that outline exactly what it is you're going to do in order to get to that thing. Yes. And like if I tell myself in my brain, I'm I'll just make something up random. I'm I'm writing a book. I feel like 90% of people would say they're writing a book and then never write it. I I don't want that regret. And by the way, this is not just to do with my business. Like I'll give I'll give you another one. I don't want to be on my phone in my bed. When my daughter and I are in the bed together and we're reading books and we're connecting, like I I don't want to be on my phone. So I have made a severe, purposeful, conscious effort to put my phone in the other room and put it on airplane mode. And it's it's changed my life. I've talked about this a lot, like bookending my day without the phone. I like, And to be able to connect with her has been amazing. But that's something that I promised to myself that I would not do. And I think that keeping that one promise to myself every day is it brings me like joy and confidence, if that makes sense. So did you wake up one day and you were like, I'm not going to use my phone anymore? Like, what was that process like? Because right now someone may be like, I want to be on my phone less. Right. But then you're like, OK, I, don't, I like bookend my day like this. What did you start with? Because people are fucking addicted to their phones. It's insane. It was an outside observation. And mm -hmm. I do this a lot. I like to observe myself outside myself. So I started noticing that the days that I picked up my phone in the morning, I was a nightmare to be around. I was reactive. I wasn't as grounded in my marriage. I was like just a mess at work, like trying to get all this stuff done. I wasn't my best self when I picked up my phone in the morning. So I'm the type of person, okay, I know this information. I know this data. I am not as effective when I pick my phone up in the morning. So I started to test and try different things. I literally sometimes don't go on my phone until 1030. Like, Good for you. And it's changed my life. My phone is not in my bedroom. I am not scrolling Instagram at night. It is on airplane mode. I don't want that Wi-Fi near my head. Like it's on airplane mode in the other room. In fact, I sometimes 
to like get off my phone, don't even charge it at night. I'll let it die to like dead. So when I wake up, it's not even on. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're constantly living in other people's lives and staring at a phone that's fully blue light and you're you're constantly consuming content and you're constantly like in this other world, I don't find it to be productive. And I know I'm right because the way I felt when I did started doing this was night and day. Mm -hmm. It was it was not a little change. It was night and day, less anxiety, less reactivity, less feeling better in myself at work, feeling more present, listening better. Your phone, if you're waking up and just scrolling or you're responding to emails or you're responding to texts, it's so reactive to what everyone else needs from you or you're just living in someone else's land. It's officially fall because it's a burr month. And even though it is sweltering hot here in L.A., it's still fall for me. And so I'm switching up kind of the footwear that I'm wearing. I'm moving away a little bit more from sandals to more loafers where I can introduce them on days that it's not like a heat wave vibe. And I am obsessed with the LED loafers from Vionic Shoes. Now I've talked about Vionic before, but honestly speaking, their shoes are probably one of the most comfortable or not one of like their shoes are the most like one of the most comfortable brands that I've ever worn in my life. So the first time I tried Vionic was with their sandals and I wore it while I was in Europe walking 10 to 20,000 steps a day. And my feet had never felt more comfort, comfortable in cute shoes and supported. And I was just incredibly impressed. And so I got their LED loafers and I absolutely love them. They look super cute with all of my fall outfits, but also they're really, really comfortable. Personally for me, I am an East Coast girl. I live in LA, but that's just who I am at my core. And I love to walk everywhere. I walk a ton every single day and I don't like to compromise on how I look just so that I can walk, you know? So I want footwear that is both comfortable and um, very, very chic. So here's the thing about Vionic, okay? Their exclusive Viomotion technology is what really sets them apart. They began by revolutionizing medical orthotics, and today they continue to use that science to engineer shoes that leave you feeling energized and confident all day long. They even offer a 30-day guarantee. So if you don't love the shoes for whatever the reason, you can just send them back and and receive a full refund within 30 days. So it really is one of these risk-free situations. And I cannot even imagine a scenario where you wouldn't love these shoes because the way they mold to your feet, like I can't even explain it. It is so incredibly comfortable. So Vionic has an offer for you guys. Use code DREAMBIGGER15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order at www.vionicshoes.com when you log into your account. It's a one-time use only. Vionic Shoes, wearable, well-being for your feet. Enjoy. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. 
Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Also, I think that how you start your day, it kind of bleeds into the rest of your day. And personally, I feel like if I don't start my morning with like certain practices, right, that, that like just an hour to myself, that's the like that's the bare minimum for me. I feel like I'm jittery. I'm anxious. I'm reactive. Like I'm not in charge of like I'm letting my day control me and I'm not controlling my day. Bingo. To me, there's nothing worse. Or you're letting the content from the phone control your day. Oh, look at this girl's page. Look at what this person's doing. Oh, look at this headline. That to me is almost even worse. Yeah, is horrific. you're letting the content like the news. Remember our parents used to watch the news on volume 800. You are essentially picking up the news and hearing every different problem or seeing every different comparison, whatever it is. It's if you really look outside yourself and you observe yourself. And what I like to do is this. Let me give you two examples. Example one, I wake up in the morning at seven o'clock. My daughter's maybe still asleep. I grab my phone. I start scrolling Instagram. I check my emails. Oh, fuck. This person's mad. This this oh, this person has to cancel this. Oh, my God. Look at this. This invoice is here. Okay. Then I go to my text message. This person needs this. This friend's mad oh. at me because I missed this. <laughs> this I have person, anxiety thing. <laughs> yeah, this person needs something. This person's asking me to post something. So now my mindset is, oh my God, I'm stressed about the bill. I'm stressed about the, the person. This, my friend's mad. I got to call this person. That is not productive. Okay. Or this morning, I'll give, it is like a perfect example. I've got two kids, like things are busy. I got to wake up 20 minutes before my daughter woke up. So I got a meditation in. Then I got to make the bed. I got to open the shades. I got to have my Lady Puff water. I got to take my son in a stroller outside. This is before I've checked my phone. And I got to literally walk for 10 minutes in nature with my son to Melissa Wood Health's walking meditation. Now, every morning, do I get a meditation in for 20 minutes and then get to do that? No. But let's say I don't get to have my morning meditation. I can still go outside and walk with my son and listen to a walking meditation. So I make it work. Mm -hmm. But the phone and the reactiveness that we're ingrained that we think it's okay to pick up our phone and go to bed with it. I remember some nights like nine years ago, I would like have my phone in bed with me. Like, mm -hmm. it, like it's a relationship. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's fucked like, up. <laughs> you have to observe how you are on your phone. And I can tell you from my own personal experience, I feel so much more peaceful and zen not having this sick relationship with the phone. And I really look at my phone, to be honest, as a business. Yeah, it's work. It's work. That's I, I, I feel my the same friends, way. Like I'll connect with you in person. Like I'm not someone that texts back and forth right away. Like I look at it. I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Yeah. Like it's work. I'm with you. When I'm done, I'm done. I couldn't agree more. 
you are someone who is very self-aware. Like I'm having this conversation and it's very rare that I meet someone who is this level of self-aware where you have the ability to observe yourself from outside of yourself. Like that's actually something I admire and it's something that I'm constantly working on. Were you always this way or is it something that you had to work on? It's refined. It's it's definitely refined. I do consider myself to be a self-aware person, but I do think I'm constantly editing the Mm self-awareness. So like going home and being like, did I really need to speak that much in that Zoom meeting? No. Like next time, Lauren, don't speak as much. I'm constantly, I'm self-aware, but I'm not perfect in my approaches every day, but then I'm self-aware enough to reflect on where I could have done better. Does that make sense? So I'm not like perfect in my interactions all the time, but I use the self-awareness to constantly edit how I am. I don't know if that makes sense. When did you realize, or like, I guess, like, how did you nurture the skill of being able to reflect on your life from outside of yourself? Because the reason I say this is because I think it's a skill that goes not just when it comes to you personally, but it's like your interactions as well. Like, I think like, For me, I'm a big practitioner of stoicism and I feel like I have to zoom out and look at the scenario from like something that's not personal in order to kind of like remain calm and like, I don't know, like constantly refine. So when, like, how did you start nurturing that? There's two things that have really helped me. The first thing is every interaction that I, and this is not perfect every time, Mm -hmm. but I try to not and I, this again, I do not hit this every time. I try to make my interactions about the other person. Like I think a lot of, and I, I'm not perfect at this, but a lot of people, they wake up and they look in the mirror. I try, I try, I try, I try really hard. And again, this is editing and refining to look out the window. If you notice sometimes when you interact with a person, they're so focused on their experience. I try to focus on the other person's experience. And I think that that goes back to being curious about other people. Instead of thinking, oh my God, like I have something in my teeth. Like, do I need to put on deodorant? Like, it's just, I try to think outward. So that's the first thing. And the second thing that's really changed my life, and this is like maybe cliche, is meditation. Like I really, and it's not just meditation. It's sitting with myself in silence and being quiet and thoughtful and having thinking time. I have a lot of reflection. People will even see me like go off Instagram stories. I spend a lot of time reflecting. I think if someone wanted to know like a fun fact about me, I would say 25% of my time is spent reflecting. So that looks like reading. It looks like my phone is away. It looks like thinking, sitting outside. I'm like a very much like a dreamer at heart. And I'm someone that has to have a lot of space with my thoughts or I'm not good. And this is why I've like always been a horrible person to go on like a girl's trip with. Because for me to be with like a bunch of people for like three days straight is really suffocating to me. I And and I'm like this with Michael too. I don't think I would be married to Michael if he didn't allow us to be in the same space, but to let me have my own space. Like he allows me to be in our home, but be alone. Does that make sense? Yes. I have the same thing with Nish. So I completely understand what you're saying. If he didn't allow that, I really think we would be divorced. I'm a type of person that like I'm with my husband all the time, but he I'm by myself in his presence. And I think when it comes to like a girl's trip, it's overwhelming to me because I have to have space to myself. Jenna Lyons on Real Housewives. Do you watch that show? Mm -mm. Oh my God, you have to watch 
she's struggling with like the girls trips because she wants her own room or her own hotel room or her own space. I get that. It's not a personal attack on anyone. It's just like, I need space for reflection. And if I don't have it, it's not my best self. Yeah. I, I love that because, and I resonate so deeply because I'm like this, like I'm that like weirdo quote unquote, who like needs my space so badly. And it's not because I'm a diva or something like that. You know, it's not because I don't love my friends or my loved ones. It's just that I also need that alone time because I need it to show up as my best self for other people as well. You know, I want to normalize this conversation because I think a lot of people do maybe think it's diva to say, your most important relationship that you have in your life is with yourself. I agree. And if you're just checking your phone from the second you go, you wake up to the second you go to bed and there's no nurture of self, I mean, for me, I would not be a peaceful person. I find a lot of peace in the fact that I like being inward and I like being with myself and as outgoing and talkative and oversharing as I am, I have to recharge. Yeah. So the sitting in silence doesn't even have to be meditation. It's just like, I just need to think. Like sometimes I'll just like lay in bed at night and I'll be awake and I'll just be thinking for an hour. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like it's necessary. I, it's, I just need that area of time. It's important in my life. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so we're going for dinner soon. So I'm going to wrap this up with a couple of audience questions, okay? Love it. So first one is, what are your top tips for networking? I'm not a networker. Oh, God. I'm not okay. a networker. I'm not a networker. Well, I'm so not a networker. I think, I'm, I'm the worst influencer. I don't even think I am an influencer. I don't even know what you no, call but, it. But Lauren, I'm the worst at this. I, I, I don't think, I think I've gone to three events in my whole 13 years. No, 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 no but it's not about going to <laughs> events. I feel like it's how you, how you connect with people, I think. Okay, okay. that's So like, say you go into a room, like what's your best approach for connecting with people? Any room. I'm very comfortable going into a room full of people. So that's, it's not necessarily, I don't like that. I, I love like walking into a room full of people. I love the mingling aspect. I think that my tip is what I said earlier. It's taking the light off me and putting it on someone else because it's to me more interesting. Like, I mean, if people want to hear me talk, they can listen to the podcast. And I think that if you are going into a room to sell yourself, that's a turnoff to me. I'm going into a room and putting other people on stage. That to me is a better networking quote unquote tactic than going in and trying to get people to buy your product. And I use that approach too on social media. Like I am not telling anyone to buy anything. What I'm telling you is I have tried everything. I've ever, <laughs> I'm a trier and I'm just telling you this is this, this to me is the one you don't have to swipe up. You don't have to look at it. You can continue to watch my stories or not. I'm just trying to find the best of the best for you. Like that's the energy. And I think with networking, if you go into a room and you're like, you're so focused on how you're going to pitch yourself and who you're going to meet and what opportunities you're going to get, it's I, 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 I. It's looking in the mirror again. So my advice with networking, if I was like a big person to like go into a bunch of different events... I have two kids now. I'm literally in bed at 7.30. But if I was to do it, I would just go in with the emphasis of taking the light off myself and putting it on someone else. Don't go in it like thinking, having this high expectation. You know, I'm just like, I, I think the two kids has maybe worn me down with the event thing. <laughs> well, also, I think that like 
what you're saying is so true because you know that saying that like we have two ears and a mouth for a reason that like you should be listening more than you're talking. And like when you're saying I put the like light on someone else, I think people really appreciate that because most people are used to other people constantly wanting to talk about themselves. So it's so refreshing when someone wants to listen to you and actually asks you interesting questions about yourself. Totally. And I think that that's a skill that both you and I have had to learn. It's not like I came out of the womb an amazing listener. It's something that I work on every single day for what we do for a living. I mean, it's every day. And sometimes you I'm sure you've do this too. Like you're like, oh my God, I'm talking too much or oh, I need to let this person talk. It's constantly observing yourself and like editing yourself so you can have self-awareness. Back to self-awareness. Okay. Last question. What are wellness trends that you've quit doing? Wellness trends that I've quit doing. Do you like, can't think of, anything well or like beauty wellness health like what's something that you used to do and you're not a fan of anymore oh my god there was one there was a really good one okay i'll give you like a little one Mm -hmm. this is so weird flossing with the floss sticks (laughs) wait why because those floss sticks have like the little the green ones we all know them sometimes they come in white they are so bad for your health they're like filled with all these different chemicals And so I've switched to a floss. It's called Cocoa Floss. That's just a better floss. I don't know if that's another one, laminating eyebrows. That's not a wellness trend. I don't like that. And I'll tell you why. I found that when I laminated my eyebrows, the hair got super bristly, Mm -hmm. like gristly actually Mm -hmm. is the word I'm looking for. And I felt like it could like fall off. Does that make sense? Like the hair could fall off. So what I've found and what I do every single day, it's literally on my eyebrows right now. In fact, look, it's right here. It, if you guys are watching on video, this is castor oil. It's just castor oil, okay? This is nothing in it, brow gel. And it's like a spoolie. And so I'll just brush my eyebrows up and this looks like they're laminated and it's growing my brows at the same time. Genius. You don't wanna use those lash serum growers because I just found out from my facialist, Brooke at the Road, that those lash growers melt the fat underneath your iPad. So while you're getting longer lashes, your under eye circles are deteriorating. Now, I'm not saying the science right, go Google it. But what's happening is all these women are now thinking they need filler under their eyes. And it's actually because they are on lash serum grower. So I'm a big fan of just castor oil. Egyptians used to use this for balding. This is $10. Off of Amazon. Okay. This is nothing fancy. Don't, if everyone's going to go buy it, I'm going to go buy 10. (laughs) (laughs) But I, I really, really, I don't know if that was like too long of a one. No, that's a, that's a good one. The one, the, the wellness tip though, I'm never stopping for the rest of my life ever again after I've learned the benefits is mouth taping and we're getting niche on it. Oh yeah, please. Please. I'm obsessed with the mouth taping. I'll never, ever, ever, okay, ever, ever so we're shut gonna, up about that. I, I mean, I'm buying niche mouth tape immediately, like going to your Amazon storefront, clicking add to cart, goodbye. It's the best beauty tip people don't realize. Yes, it gives you more energy because you're breathing through your nose. It's way better oxygen through your nose. Again, I'm not a scientist. Go read the book Breath by James Nestor. But my jawline, I swear to God, has changed because it's making my jawline stronger while I sleep because it's holding your mouth up. I swear to God, I notice a difference in my jawline since mouth taping. 
Oh my god! Okay, the everyone, go. The structure of my cheekbones has changed, guys. I, I like, I want to like really talk about this, but it's like maybe going to be controversial. I cannot believe it has changed the shape of my face. Like it's, I, I can't even explain it because think about it. If your mouth is hanging open all night, yeah, right, it's hanging open, but then you close it. It's supporting all these muscles and all the bones and everything. It's wild. And if you guys think I'm crazy, go Google mouth breather versus nose breather and you'll see a visual. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm buying this tape finish immediately. He has to tape his mouth. I'm he's, really into it. Yeah, he's going to have And us. if people want to get like really, there's a book called Jaws, Andrew Huberman, huge fan of taping mouth shut. There's a book called Shut Up and Save Your Life. And it was written, I feel like, I feel like it was written like 50 years ago about breathing through your nose. I'm telling everybody, there's soccer players, tennis players, they are taping their mouth shut when they're playing sports. That is the next wellness trend. Love. <laughs> Lauren, where can everyone find you? Tell us I'm everything. I'm going my mouth shut right now and be self-aware. Everyone can find me at Lauren Bostic and at The Skinny Confidential. You can find our new product co-branded with Array and The Skinny Confidential, La Depuff Morning Cleansing Drops. You can add them to your water, your ginger tea, you can add them to a smoothie. I'm obsessed. I've been having them every single morning. I'm drinking them right now. They have like a hint of raspberry. So good. But they also are to me like super herbally, which I love because I don't like like overly sweet. No, it, this is like not sweet at all. It's no. like herbal. It's fresh. It's the best it's way to start your morning. Like put a little bit of lemon. Yeah. This it's the best. Like I start my day off with it. It just makes me feel so like it, the the benefits of this product, it's incredible because it like detoxes, it depuffs, it supports like there's antioxidants in it. It hangover, just, hangover, mm. exactly. It supports mm. liver function. There's so many benefits. I'm obsessed with it. It's I'm so proud of this product. We're gonna put them in our margarita tonight. I'm not joking. Yeah, I have like a whole TikTok that I want to do. We're gonna put them in our margarita so we can balance it out. And when you're off your phone in the morning and you're listening to your classical piano jazz and you're already going to drink a water because you're staying hydrated, now you can habit stack it with Array times the Skinny Confidential. And we should also mention it is so pretty. It's the gorgeous. It's gorgeous. And then we also have the Menage a Trois, which is a kit that you guys can buy. These are going to sell out quick. Yeah, this is super, super limited edition. It has the ice roller. It has the blow capsules and it has the Le Deep Puff. So it's like, it's perfect for like snatching your face, like your body, your digestion, all of the things first thing in the morning. And this is just going to sell out like immediately. I feel like 48 hours at the very most. I'm so excited for this co-brand because I am so passionate about Array Bloat Supplement. And now to have like, our own product together just makes a lot of sense. And it really goes in line with the ice roller. And I just like love you and Nish so much. We just did such a fun podcast with you guys. It's incredible to see your evolution. And you are a damn good podcast interviewer. I mean, geez. <laughs> you just so I just fun. talked about a bunch of shit that I never talk about on my own podcast. Well, thanks. That's my job. <laughs> Thank thanks, you. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved the episode and feel like it brought you value, don't forget to rate the show and leave a review. It takes five seconds and really helps the show grow so I can keep bringing on awesome guests. If you want to follow me behind the scenes, you can find me on Instagram at Sif And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss a thing. I drop new episodes every Tuesday, so come hang with me and shoot the shit with some really smart people, learn and unlearn, and have a lot of fun. See you next week.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.